Joining us as we wrap up the day's market action is Mohammed Wagley from Sassman Wealth. Thank you so much for your time, Mohammed. Uh, quite an interesting picture that we are seeing there across the boards uh, with the European and US markets mixed at the JSC sharply down after we did see the sharp gains in the last uh, three sh uh, sessions. That simmering down that we are seeing, is this just a blip in a long-term rally or are there actual real significant concerns that the markets have today? Well, I've got to say, first of all, Zanati, thank you very much for having me on your show and a good afternoon to yourself and your viewers. Um, but just to answer your question, I, I wouldn't necessar necessarily say it was sort of um, either of what you mentioned. I would say that really, number one, we're coming off sort of high basis from early on in the week. And then number two, we're getting kind of mixed signals from the US right now. Now, first and foremost, uh, earlier this week, we had a, a bit of a tear, you know, we we're up nearly 4%. And that was largely on the back of better than expected news coming out of the US in relation to the inflation data where the CPI numbers were a little bit better than expected. When I say better than expected, I've got to note that they were actually weak, but that's kind of what we were looking for. We were looking for that weakness to indicate, you know, uh, sort of a bit of softness or a bit of a slowdown in the American economy, which would sort of reinforce the notion that the Fed were not going to cut rates, which is by and large pricing, but there were a few naysayers sort of left behind. So this kind of confirmation that they're not going to continue rates is kind of what had us flying, you know, in the past few days yesterday though we got some retail sales data and you know almost counterintuitively they were a bit strong and i think that kind of put us into a bit of a state of flux okay. in the sense that um that strength uh, kind of made us feel that maybe we were not exactly a hundred percent sure if this was the case i don't necessarily feel that way yeah. but i think that's really why we're seeing the blip in addition to the fact that we are coming with a somewhat low base as you mentioned we're yeah. pretty much mixed across the globe uh, but here we fell about almost one and a half percent uh, so yeah so so they're seeming like there's a case of uh good news might be bad news all right i i hear you on that on that point <laughs> yeah. right let's get to some of the company news that came out of the jc uh, investor came out with interim results today revenue increasing 8.6 percent trading income up 19.7 percent mm -hmm. that dividend also up also embarking on a share buyback program we did see that share price though declining over two percent is this just a case of the share having run too hard or is there something that markets are concerned about there well, I think first thing we got to consider that, you know, the market is down about a percent and a half, okay. you know, so uh, we, we've got to take these results with a pinch of salt. Mm. I, I've got to say from my first glance at them, they did paint a picture of a somewhat, I shouldn't say somewhat, of a robust company mm. navigating a relatively challenging environment quite well. And that's despite the fact that, as you mentioned, they lost about 2% on the day. So again, I've got to say this has to do a bit more with broader sentiment. We, you know, we, we didn't really see anything go up, but one of the few indices that did go up was the precious metals one. And I think that's got a lot to do with, you know, yeah. gold. So it's more a case of we're seeing a flight to safe, safe haven. You know, there was a lot to like in the results. Mm -hmm. um, they pointed to interest rates being a bit of a boon in benefiting the bottom line, which is what we want to see really and it's they also pointed to the quality the credit quality of the book remaining strong that's always what you want to see in a uh, bank yeah. or a bank type company uh, and then they're paying their highest dividend interim dividend yet at about 15.5 pence uh, i think the last one was about 30 13 pence it's about a near 20 percent or 15 percent increase in the prior period so from my view there was there was quite a lot to 
like you. Uh, right. Another company that saw a sour mood from uh, some investors was Life Healthcare. So they also came out uh, with results today uh, saying that uh, from continuing operations, revenue climbed 10.3%, normalized earning per share popped uh, over 11%, that dividend is also up at 10%. And of course, uh, that crucial transaction that they are disposing of mm. uh, Allied Medical uh, Group for £910 million. Uh, that share price did give up about 6%. Uh, Talk to me about those numbers. Yeah, interesting one. I think you really, you summed it up quite well. The key thing was the acquisition. And, you know, there's probably going to be quite a nice dividend in quarter two uh, of next year for the shareholders. Um, you mentioned a whole bunch of sort of um, line items being up. But I think the one that was pretty soft was the headline earnings. And that was okay. down by nearly 17 odd percent, which is quite substantial. My view is that the market expected a little bit more strength in the top line there. Mm -hmm. um, the share fell about seven odd percent today. So we're seeing quite a bit of weakness there with Life Healthcare, despite relatively sort of good news for shareholders coming out uh, with the proposed UK uh, disposal there. Yeah, because I was like, why would you dump the stock when you are due for a big payday very soon? <laughs> um, let's get to Goldfields. Uh, they came out with a third quarter operational update. Uh, the miner are dealing with uh, operational challenges there in the third quarter. And so production fell and mm. the uh, all, all in sustaining costs rose. But of course, despite all of that, they affirmed their full year guidance for production and also for costs. Also saw the share price slumping 4%. What did the markets mm. dig out of those numbers so i've got to say that within the context of this was a day where sort of gold did quite well um you know you mentioned the currency earlier the us dollar sort of appreciated relatively slightly um and you know that paints a picture of sort of a flight to safe haven where risk on sentiment is not really pervasive and within that context you would have expected this um ticker to go up you know but what we saw was pretty much uh, a flat move in the share price i think they were down yeah. about 0.15 odd percent yeah and a lot of that was the market uh, as far as i can tell the market didn't really like these results we saw a lot of pressure across africa predominantly um in its ghana operations so 14 percent year on year fall in production there so just from my view despite the fact that the share didn't really fall much mm. um I, I wouldn't say that the market really reacted positively to these results gotta yeah. say could have done a little bit better there. You know, we would have expected to see gold do a bit better on this day, or rather gold fields do a bit better on this day, given that the rest of the gold tickers were doing quite well. Ah, well, let's go to a counter that you're buying today. Your stock pick, Mohammed. My stock pick today, I'm going to cross the Atlantic and I'm going to go for Meta Platforms, uh, previously known as Facebook. So I've got to say first that there's actually one of the best performers of the year. They're up over 160 uh, percent. But then one has to remember that they did have a terrible 2022 yeah. where the share fell, fell almost uh, all the way to $90 per share. Now, to put that into context, currently we're over $300 uh, a share. So uh, I really like what they're doing sort of in the AI space. But, you know, within the context of where they operate, you know, these big tech companies, they've got a relatively low amount of debt. They're flush with cash and they've been using that cash in the right ways. You know, they've been using that cash to repurchase shares, which has been boosting the share price. Then they've also been using that cash to be investing in the AI space. So I really like what they're doing there. They're working on sort of a an AI bot that's going to be used to enhance business customer service they've also got this in-house boss which is uh, in-house bot which is designed to boost 
top productivity. And then the thing that I like best, and I think perhaps you may have seen this as well, was the company came out with their MetaQuest uh, virtual reality headset, kind of mm-hmm. look like goggles. And they're really, really interesting. I think the implications for that technology is really cool. So many different things you can do with it. And hopefully I'll be purchasing those sooner <laughs> rather than later. So I think going into the end of the year, it does make sense to be topping up on some tech with your excess cash. And for these purposes, I'd say if you don't have any, get some meta. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and giving us insights and analysis on what has been driving investors' money today. Uh, Mohammed, really appreciate it. Uh, that was Mohammed Wagley from Sassfin Wealth.